On today's episode, I'm going to have the pleasure of speaking with Lydia Neely, who is the bounce back coach. She's going to give us some advice and tips on how to bounce back after trauma or anything that's happened in your life. Coming up. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Mel, your host. The Love Manual podcast is an ecosystem where we have uh, interviews with professionals, giving us valuable information and tips on love, life, and relationships. And we just want you guys to come here and have a place to actually get all of the information needed in one spot. So today I have the pleasure of speaking with Miss Lydia Neely, who is a bounce back coach. Please help me welcome her to the show. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, Mel. How are you? Yeah. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much. I thank you for this opportunity to be on the platform to speak with you today. Oh, absolutely. I, I loved your title, The Bounce Back Coach. So when I saw that, I was like, I definitely need to speak with uh, Miss Lydia and, you know, want to get some information about how individuals could bounce back. So can you just let the listeners and the viewers know who you are and, you know, just a little bit about yourself? Okay, well, I, I am Lydia Neely. I am the Bounce Back Coach. You know, I have... Uh, Many aspects that I look at, you know, I am a mental health uh, counselor. I am also a first aid or where I teach mental health and how to destigmatize. I also do uh, life coaching and I'm ambitious, I'm driven, you know, and I like to actually encourage others to motivate others to become their best selves and not to be defined by what society says that they are, but just to look deep down inside and actually begin to stir up those gifts that they have within themselves to bring those out in order to flourish and become the best person or the person, you know, power, personal uh, development and personal empowerment for themselves. So that's one of my main niches for, for everyone. It doesn't just have to be just teenagers, uh, young adults, even the uh, seniors as well. Right. Wow. So that's great. You work with everybody, I guess, for a young to the elderly. Um, what made you decide to become a bounce back coach? Well, you know, I've been through a lot of things in life and I've always had this stigma for myself that either I wasn't enough or I was always listening to the negative rhetoric that people would give. And words really help define who you are if you let them resonate within yourself. And, you know, I always tell people, you only know when you're enough is enough. And it's only so much that you can take before you wanna make that change in your life. But change happens when change comes. You have to be ready and willing to dig in and be consistent and to make that change. You know, some people are willing to change, but they're not ready to change yet. Some people know that they need to change, but then they really don't want to change because they're in a comfort zone. But you, if you don't stir it up and want to go ahead and dig in to dig deep within yourself to change and to embrace and acknowledge these areas, then you're not going to get the results that you're looking for. And you're really going to be chasing your tail. Wow. <laughs> Just like a puppy, huh? <laughs> yeah. Good. So what um, what are some of the needs that the individuals have when you are coaching them? OK, you know, and I, I like to tell them that life happens. Yes. You know, some things fall in our lap, some things we cause on our, you know, bring on ourselves, some things we change, some things we cannot change. 
but you have to learn to embrace, to acknowledge, know what the triggers are, you know, learn to uh, identify what it is that's, you know, your trouble spot. So what it is that you're having difficulty changing or difficulty coping and dealing with. And once you begin to identify that, don't hold on to it. You know, you'll have to be able to release in order to receive what it is that you're looking for in life. So you have to set goals for yourself and you have to be consistent with it and you have to really go after them and you have to be dedicated with it. And you can do it. You have to constantly keep telling yourself positive affirmations that you have to get up from where you are. You can't stay stuck. If you stay stuck, you're not gonna move anywhere. It's like a glass ball. When you drop it, it's just broken. It's fragmented. You put the pieces together, but it's never going to be the same as when you had the original. But when you have a ball that's fully inflated and you bounce it, it's going somewhere. It's movement. And you kind, you know, so you're moving along with it and you you're making those changes and those steps gradually in life. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's really good. How how often do you coach like the same individual? Does it take more than six months or a month to coach them back to, you know, helping them bounce back? It really depends on the individual. It depends on how much work that they put in. You have to want it. You have to want change. You have to want a difference in your life. You have to want to to prosper and to, to, to proceed in life. You have to want to really grab hold of that and make that change and, and just make that movement and that shift. You know, you can talk and talk and you can guide and you can give information, but until it really grasps and grabs hold with the individual and what they want and the goals that they're setting and being consistent and dedicated and reaching that, then that de de determines, excuse me, how much time is needed uh, with each individual. So they're different. Depends on how much time that you put in. Wow. You put the work in. You yeah. have to put the work in. Yeah. Do you do you uh, give them like advice as far as journaling is concerned and just like writing down their feelings daily? Yes, I do. I tell them don't shy away from that. Sometimes right. you have to write the information down. Just journal. It doesn't even have to make sense. Just write everything down and eventually the words will come to and then you start to form around that. You know, pick up, uh, if not journaling, maybe there's exercise, meditation, yoga. There's so many different things that you can do. Mind meditation, music is all therapy. There's so many different facets of, of therapy that you can use or uh, ways you can to cope what it is that you're dealing with. But again, as I said, it depends, with, it depends on the individual. You have to want these things. You have to want change. You have to want progression in life. You have to be at that point where it says no more enough. Yeah. I have to move out of the state where I am in order to progress in life and become the person that I am desired and designed to be, you know, whether it's faith, you know, uh, faith is huge. You know, faith is, is the substance of things hoped for, you know, is evidence of things you don't see, but you're going on a belief, a belief system. I agree 100%. Like the way you said that. Yes. So what, what are some of the needs of the individuals that you coach? Like what are the most common needs that you see as far as them trying to bounce back from what? How do I let go? Oh, how do I let go of this? How do I let go of this feeling that I have? I've been carrying it around. I don't know how to let go of that. This is all that I know. Uh, there's a difference between being lonely and loneliness. You know, and sometimes we fall into that, at least if I hold on to what I had as something that I had as a, a comfort, it may not be good for me, uh -huh. but I'm comfortable with it. And it just makes me feel good, even when I feel bad, if that makes sense. 
Yes. You just don't want to let go of what's comfortable because I don't want to step, you know, out on the deep and don't want to go into the unknown because now I'm kind of searching for things. And if I just kind of grab back and feel that I have that something that I'm holding on to, then I'm safe. And sometimes you have to take risk in life, you know, risk with no regret. Yeah, we okay. Everything's a choice. We get to choose, but you just have to be willing to deal with the consequences of that of what you've chosen. Wow. (laughs) So on that note, do you think, do you find it harder to coach men or women when trying to bounce back from any trauma or anything that, yeah, did happen to them emotionally? Well, you know, it's funny because it's not so much if it's difficult for men or women, it's just who's willing and who's more open. Some are more stubborn than other. And it's not just men who are stubborn. You have women who are just as stubborn or don't want to let go, don't want to give up, don't want to be open or transparent. Mm-hmm. And that's where it starts, being transparent with yourself, owning it, walking in it, be unapologetically who you are and living in authenticity. Mm-hmm. Until you're real with yourself, you're not going to be able to remove the mask or the facade that you're living because you're putting up and, and living this image of what other people see you as. But are you really happy? Are you really satisfied in who you are, who you're becoming, and who you're flourishing to be? Or are you still being reserved because you don't want to let others see the true you? Yeah. You have to walk in that, you know, own that. It's okay. Yeah, it is. And I know that a lot of people do have, you know, problems bouncing back after a divorce, after trauma, and after, you know, some other obstacles that may have come their way. So um, I appreciate you definitely having that title and being able to give uh, the listeners and viewers some tips on how to bounce back. So what are like three tips that you would put in place for anybody that's really trying to move on in their life from something that happened? Uh, As you said, trauma is very, very difficult. It's very hard. Divorce is very hard. I'll give you an example. I've been married for 24 years and now I'm divorced for five. And you would think that marriage is the end all that tells all. It's a wonderful thing. And it is. But sometimes things do happen where you're not able to carry on with the same person that you fell in love with 20 years ago, 15 years ago, five years ago. So what do you do from that? You own where you are. You accept the fact. You acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. What has happened would have taken place. You accept the flat fact that it has taken place and you own your part in what it is, but you don't stay in that situation. That's where growth and you nurture that and you begin to grow with that. Uh, You don't hold on to the old, but you use that as leverage when your experiences to move on to better, Mm -hmm. you know, in life in general, any kind of relationship, whether it's relationship with, with your spouse, relationship with your children, with your siblings or just friendships, you know, you take what it is, the good, and you dissect it, even the bad you learn from that is knowledge. You learn from it and you learn to step with it and you move on for that. You progress with that. You don't stay in that situation because then it's not flourishing you. And then you end up staying in that situation where it's just not growth. And then it brings on, I'm just gonna say this part, 
uh, psychosomatic disorders, meaning you become depressed or you can become anxiety or things may trigger up that something has said, or someone said something or somebody did something and it just brings up those old feelings again. So you're not releasing that. Yeah. You're not releasing that in order to receive everything that you desire in life. So you have to own it. You have to acknowledge it. You have to embrace it, you know, and, um, accepting accepting what it is but not staying there you're taking that information and now you're moving on with moving forward with that yes lydia <laughs> it's true because some people just get content and they just stay you know in that one spot because this, that's what they know the comfort level right. sometimes you know yeah the grass is not greener on the other side but how are you going to know if you don't step out of that comfort zone you know you have to nurture yourself yeah, you know, really love is one thing, but you have to nurture what it is and you have to be consistent and dedicated with that. Mm -hmm. you know, divorce, okay, I own that. Right. Your divorce, okay, I acknowledge that. I acknowledge that things, these uh, scenarios have happened or these aspects in marriage have happened or relationships have happened, but am I going to let that keep me in that position that therefore I'm stagnated and I'm shelled? I'm right. not being true to myself. I'm not being open and transparent about what has, once you own that and begin to move forward in that, it's like, okay, I'll take that. But now how do I develop a relationship outside of that without carrying all of that into yes. new relationships? You know, you have to release that, you know, and sometimes you have to have these tough talks where you have to go back and you have to face those situations. And yeah. sometimes you may have to sit down and say, listen, things did not work out the way that we thought. Mm -hmm. Or maybe we're looking forward to things to be this way, but it hasn't happened that way. So how do we go forward from here? Yeah. Sometimes you have to be an adult about it, you know. <laughs> You're right about that. Listen, it's time to be an adult, get these things out in the open. And at least once you do that, you'll feel a burden lifted off your shoulder, not knowing uh, because you won't know how to move if you don't talk, you know. Well, communication with comprehension. Yeah. We can communicate, ah. but without understanding, mm -hmm. you know, and listening, keenly listening. You have to be a good listener, too, because sometimes we're talking at each other, mm -hmm. but we're not talking to one another. And right. that because we have selfish, you know, reasons that there, I don't want to hear it. Or you're saying that, but you're not really listening to me. Or are you listening to me, but are you hearing me? Right. Or the other, are you hearing me, but you're not listening to me? Right, it's vice versa, either way, right? Well, because there's a difference, you know? Sometimes we're just hearing what's being said, but we're not really listening to what the person's saying or how they're feeling. Are we dismissing that? Are right. we being dismissive of it? You know, we, we their, their feelings are valid as well, as well as your feelings are valid. So, you know, taking all of that into consideration and then you're learning to sit down and talk and now I can understand. Right. Getting to understand and, and empathize with the person, you know, how they're feeling, what they're feeling, what the reason is that they're going through. And a lot of times we have so many hurt places and broken places within us yeah. that we don't speak on. We don't talk about that. So those broken places, we just bring that into new relationships, you know, and that becomes a burden. Not for yourself, but it's a burden for others because you're taking that brokenness and two broken people are trying to put together this beautiful plate, but it doesn't fit correctly because there are pieces that are missing. Yes. There are pieces that are missing. So you have to go back to those hurt and broken places within yourself and begin to release those to heal before you can bring in someone else into that situation into your life. 
And sometimes those are not addressed in the beginning. And so it compiles, it keeps piling up and piling up. And then it just gets to a level where now it's at a place where it's load, right? Yeah. And sometimes you feel that it's, it's not repairable, but it is. Once we begin to really dive into that and, and to, like I said, you have to own it and you have to really just come out and just release those areas and be transparent and be able to speak on it and speak about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, freely and honestly, and just make sure you get your point across. But like you said, both parties have to be willing to listen and hear what's going on in the situation. So what would you tell your younger self? I mean, everybody would tell their younger self something, but what would you tell, uh, what was, what is one tip you would give your younger self basically? Live your truth. Yes. Not what others depict you should be or their expectations of you. Live your own truth. Walk in your own truth. Walk in your, your authenticity. You know, owning your own responsibility. Not trying to live up to somebody else's expectation of yourself. It's okay. You know, you make mistakes along the way, but that's where your experience and that's where your growth comes from. And it's spun out of that because those are what your experience is. Your, your ups and your downs, your valleys and your mountains. But all of that is a part of your growth process. So it's okay to make those mistakes. You know, don't listen to the negative rhetoric that was given to you that you won't amount or you won't become, or, you know, it's just talk. And, you know, that stuff resonated in me for quite some time until I said, you know what? I am enough. I am yeah. ambitious. I am more than a conqueror. I can do this, you know? And once I began to feel that and to live it, it took me to a whole nother level, a whole nother level. So definitely living your truth, living your authenticity and not what others depict that you are and their expectations of yourself, but who you really are. Know who, you're, who you are. And that is definitely an issue now with a lot of people and not just women, but men as well. And we, everybody's trying to live in the shadow of what society want us to be. And that's what make, um, you know, people so miserable because they're like, oh, I think I, I'm supposed to be this way, but you're not being your true self. Because it's a, it's, I love that commercial that they have where they have the mask in front of you, but behind uh -huh. you're so sad. Yes. Oh yeah. The mask. And that's how we live our lives because we're seeing what society depicts that it's, it's good and what's right. And it's the end thing. And if you're not like this, that you don't fit in, you know, you don't fit into the society's norms. But then are you walking in who you really are? Are you really happy? Right. You've obtained so much and you have so much and you've gained so much material wealth. Mm -hmm. But what about the introspection of yourself? Where are you? Where do you lie in that? Right, right. How can you face yourself every day and wake up? Are you happy? Are you grateful? Mm -hmm. You know, I hear the birds chirping out there. So, uh, <laughs> you know, they're singing, uh, you know, but mm -hmm. are you happy in the place of where you are? Right. You no. Know, are you happy just being who you are? Are you just existing or are you living? And that's the difference. That's a huge difference. And so that introspection, you have to stop and really take the time to think, to have retrospe retrospection of yourself, introspection, and start to think, where am I today? How are diff things different today than it was yesterday? Where can I improve myself? You know, I want to take this mask off. I no longer want to be this. I no longer want to be what society depicts that I am. I don't want to look the way that because it's not who I am. I'm carrying a huge weight on my shoulders because of that. And now I can't live to be the true me that I am. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely, Lydia. I like that you said it that way. And it's true. A lot of people are masked up. And, you know, um, I had a previous guest on who also suffered from mental health and is crazy because he starts his um, show or any podcast that he does with a mask on. And then he takes it off and says, listen, you know, this is who I am and my mental health is a part of me, you know, and a lot of people try to shun that away. And some of these mental health issues is because of trauma as well. You know, some of these traumas, they push people to the edge, especially if they don't have anybody to talk to about it, you know? So I, I'm glad that you're there and you're able to give these tips and advice. Um, what, do you have any up and coming projects that we need to know about? <laughs> Well, I'm working on now a podcast is all called Face It With Tab. Uh, Tab is actually my middle name. And I want to talk about just tough talk, just, just open, just facing all types of issues and situations. Also, when I work with the mental health, what I train mental health trainers to see it, what mental health looks like and how to destigmatize what mental health really is in, in order to intervene and have intervention, you know, to pretty much understand. Uh, I give you an example. Uh, Years ago, I don't know if you know Eleanor Bumpers, there was a woman who had attacked one of the police officers and she had a weapon, but she had mental health issues, but because they didn't understand it and didn't know what mental health looked like, it turned for the worse. So to help people in families and societies in our communities to find what does mental health look like? How can I intervene? What are the words that we, how do we destigmatize? what we see and grew up with knowing what mental health is because yes, mental health is a serious issue that's there. And because of that, not getting the appropriate help will cause you to fall into diverse places where it's really traumatic for yourself and those who you love. Right. As you know, and those who are supporting you also need to get the help that they need as well in order to be able to support and to deal with that, mm -hmm. that situation, that side of things. So wow. definitely face it with tab. It's not just a mental health piece, but relationships and just personal empowerment, just, just natural, normal talks, just things that are bothering people. How do you deal? How do you cope? What are you dealing with? What are you facing with? And let's face it and talk. Let's have those talks. Let's have the conversation. Yes. I love that. I do. And, and mental health, like you said, is really serious. And if you don't get it um, under control when you first, you know, acknowledge that you're going through mental health issues, then it's a lot harder for people to live, you know, because first of all, they have mental health, then they're being outcast because of it. And there's not enough support for them. And then, you know, they always, oh, they got mental health. Let's just put them here. No, they really need some serious servicing in right. order to overcome some of these um, traumatic issues. Right, and some of the issues with that is growing up also, there was always a stigma. Yeah. You know, you didn't want people to know that your family member or you even have some yes. battle or concerns or matters with mental health because they, that's the stigma. You know, right. that something is wrong with them. They don't have it all together, you know? So what do you do? You conceal that, you bottle it up because you don't want to reveal that. You don't want to be transparent with it. And so you suffer with that because now you're not understanding where I'm coming from or I don't want to talk about it because if I do talk about it, they're going to think of me this way. But it's okay to talk about it. Get the help that you need so you can be able to you know, be prosperous in this life 
and to, to add value to your life because you're valuable. You really are valuable. So let's talk about it. Let's get the help and the supports that you need and support those who are supporting those who are having mental health uh, crisis and issues. Wow. Well, I am so looking forward to your podcast and face it with tab. I'm just ready to hear what you're going to talk about and, you know, some of the issues that you're going to attack, you know, for individuals that need a place to go to hear these things. You know, you can always look at, you know, stuff on TV. But for me, just like when I'm doing this love and relationships and just life, it's because some of the things I've experienced, I can talk about it. You know, I'm not saying, oh, I'm an expert or I'm a professional, but I am only professional in what I know and what I've gone through in my experience. So I'm really happy that you, you're going to have this podcast and individuals could just go there and chop it up with you and chat about real life issues. You know, and that's the best part. And I'm glad that you said it because it's your experiences, but your experiences would help others get over yes. and to overcome certain things, you know, because now that you've been through it, you can teach them and show them and guide them. I've been through that. So let me help you and show you that you too can go through this and not have to get into those pitfalls that I've experienced. So you can kind of head them off in the beginning. Yes. So that's a great way, you know, and, and the thing of it is, is that we're not starting from scratch. We're starting from experience. And that's the great part about it. You know, you're not starting from where you were. You're leaving that there. You don't want to go back and pick up those pieces, but you're going to look at that. You're going to identify what it is. But now I'm gaining all of that experience of what I've dealt with and the trauma and the issues and the family matters or whatever it is that you went through. And now I'm gaining all of that knowledge. And now my experience is going to help me soar to the next level. Mm-hmm. But you have to want it. You have to want to, you know, be able to deal with it. It's a tough talk. It's It's tough to really go in and dissect that. But once you do, it's like an onion. You know, I, I you peel away the uh, the layers of the onion until you get to the core. Yes. And, but what you, and I, I had asked someone when I was speaking with them, I said, what do you think of when you think of an onion? They said, oh, okay, it makes you cry. I said, when does it happen? They said, once you start to cut into it and ah. you peel it back, then you get the the, 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 it, it starts to get the results of what the onion is. The onion has a potency that causes you to cry. So, but when you cry, what happens? Right. Then you usually turn your head because you don't want to deal with that because uh-huh. the way that it's making you feel. So that's what we have to deal with ourselves. Peel away, peel back those little, uh, those layers of the onions there and get to it. And although it's, it's, it's powerful and it's strong, you don't want to deal with it, but it's necessary. You know, necessary pain is an instrument for change. And even though I think I said this before, life may be bittersweet, it's working out for our good. It always does. Mm-hmm. Sure does. Yep. Because we go through something negative and then later on down the road, we're like, well, I'm actually happy I went through that because now it's helping me out with this. So Things like that is great. For everybody that's watching right now, this is actually live on Facebook, but they could watch the replay on YouTube and give leave some comments for Lydia and some um, you know, tips and advice if you've gone through anything. And don't forget to check out www.thelovemanual.com for the forum. We just opened up a store and we're just really excited to have everybody go over here and you know, chat. Give us some feedback about some of the topics they want to see. But Lydia, I I so appreciate you. And like I said, 
I mean, where can people find you, first of all? Because when you start to do your podcast, I'm going to be the first one on there. <laughs> well, right now, the podcast is being developed, but okay. I am also on Instagram. Okay. I'm on uh, Facebook, Instagram. I am on Twitter. Okay. Uh, so you can find me there and on LinkedIn and uh, also Psychology Today. Uh, Psychology Today, I do a lot of my bounce back coaching there where I get a lot of clients who will call either for thera- uh, as a therapist or counselor, bounce back coach. So I'm also on Psychology Today. Oh, right. Well, I appreciate you. Is there anything else that you want to tell the viewers and listeners um, about the bounce back coach? I just say set goals for yourself. And when you set goals and achieve them, set more goals and continue to walk in your path, walk in your truth, walk in your authenticity. Do not listen to the negative rhetoric that's there because that's their story. It's not yours. It's your story. So stand strong, stand strong in your faith and your belief and just constantly push forward. Even when the odds are against you, push against the wind. Definitely push against the wind because you're going to love the end result, but put the work in. Wow. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Lydia, for giving us that information. And it's really true. I mean, you know, we got to walk in our faith and walk in our truth and take that mask off and don't worry about what society thinks. And for a long time, I was on that side of society. So, you know, it takes you a little while, but you'll get, you know, people will get out of it. They just got it. You have to want to do it. Yes. You have to want to do it. You have to want the change. You have to get to that point where you said, my enough is enough. And I can't stay in this position any longer, this situation, because it's not conducive to what I really want to go and what I want to do. Wow. Well, thank you, Lydia, so much. The time goes so quick, right? Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Thank thank you. you. I appreciate it. And everybody look out for uh, Tab. Her name is Lydia. Tab is her name. (laughs) But (laughs) uh, we're going to look out for your podcast and we're going to definitely be um, joining you. Yes, please. Please. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Talk to you soon. Bye now. Bye bye. Thank you guys so much for joining me on the Love Manual. You know, um, that was Lydia, and we're definitely going to be looking out for her podcast. Can't wait. I want to chop it up with her, with Tab, her her alter ego, which is her middle name. But uh, thank you guys so much, and tune in next week. And uh, I'll see you then. Enjoy your evening. Bye-bye.